Oh man, this has nothing to do with relationships and marriage. But well, you know, trust. We're getting there. We're getting there. Trust can be made or destroyed based off of snipe hunting. That's not a good way to enter a marriage at all. Hey, the owners aren't home. The was, owners aren't yeah, home. The owners aren't home. <laughs> Let's play Mario Kart. Play Mario Kart. Yeah. I think we're helping each other heal from things that we had to deal with in our life. Mm -hmm. That's not a vow. That's no. There's no promise involved there. You're just saying nice things. What's the number one rule? of a small society on your island. Hello and welcome to another episode of Charting Life. We're your hosts, Matt. And Aaron. And Aaron, yeah. So I, I actually changed it <laughs> this time. I, I couldn't tell if I was Brandon so, or Matt. You know, kind of it's, it's not a disassociative identity disorder thing, but it's, well... That actually will be a fun story later on for the whole Matt Brandon division, but we'll, um, I'm Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm here to stay. M-A-T-T. M-A-Double-T. Double-T-T. The extra T's for extra talent. Oh! Comment below if you know where that's from. All right, so today we're going to talk about, we're going to really focus in on our random whatever stuff and things that we find interesting, and this might actually lean in a little bit to some philosophy, religion, or whatever other things that kind of bump up against a little bit, but we're talking about relationships. 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 Our favorite topic. Yeah. So we're going to specifically focus on like romantic relationships, marriage, that sort of thing. No, I've got just over 10 years of marriage with my wife, and how long have you guys 16. been married? 16 years. So 16 together, years. it's combined of like uh, 26 Twenty-six years. But if, if you say my 10 years plus my wife's 10 years, oh, that's, we got like half a century combined of... Well, I mean, all four of us. Yeah, we exactly. Got... So, well, at least that's when you read something like, together they have like 38,000 years oh, of what it's... That's kind of... That's they're adding, they they're like quadrupling the, it, yeah. With the business. Yeah. We've been established since... 1897, <laughs> and nobody's been alive in the family. Right. Well, yeah, well, yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Well, this might say. Let me let me, let me just wildly speculate because I, I like that being a part of the DNA of our uh, of our show is just wildly speculating. But let's just throw up some numbers. Hey, we've been in the business for a hundred years, and together we have like you know seven hundred years of business yeah. experience, and you've got like you know six families, and everyone's got you know like fifty years or something like yeah. that. So that's my. Wow. We've been cleaning chimneys since before Noah's Ark. <laughs> we taught, uh, what is it, uh, Oliver Dickens how to sweep chimneys. <laughs> Chim chimney chimneys. <laughs> okay. All right, so let, let's let's get serious. Let's get serious. No, um, actually, I want to make a, a comment as a throwback to one of the previous uh, uh, episodes. We were talking about our traveling tips and stories mm. and failures and all of that. And at one point, we had mentioned that if I can remember correctly, New Year's Eve at New York City, Times yes. Square, you basically, you can't leave the area. You have right. to just not go to the bathroom or, you know, you. I think you mentioned some people might be in adult diapers, yes. if I remember correctly. I believe that's the case. Yeah. Well, I came across a shocking headline. Mm. Mm, shocking. shocking. Yeah, it was something. Beware, people. <laughs> shocking. So, I guess Taylor Swift is still singing. She's still a thing. She She's 100%. <laughs> right. So she's doing her concert, going on a tour right now. And the, the article was saying that there are adults, adult human beings, who will wear adult diapers so as to not miss a second of the concert. Swifties. Swifties. Is that, <laughs> is that the brand of the adult diaper? <laughs> oh, man. We just, uh, That's a, ladies and gentlemen, we're launching our new pad company called Swifties. And it is tailored. <laughs> no, that's too far, yes. ain't it? No, everyone's got to have like it's a little far. pun like on the... Out of, so uh, if there are any angel investors, let us know. We'll be oh, glad God. to uh, no, get dude. involved in the dirty business of adult <laughs> Dirty... Dude, you are... Look. You're, you're literally running with this. You have it in your hand and you're just running. Well, the dirty yeah, so, business. They yeah. tailor so your the, Swifty <laughs> to fit. Come on. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. But it does sound like a legitimate business plan. Yes, absolutely. Idea. Uh, yeah. Philanthropist. So, yeah. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I guess my, my thought with that, two things. One, obviously there are people who probably need that, you know, medically or they're, you know, in age or all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And that's fine. But it's right. when you have somebody who's like perfectly functioning, <laughs> digestive system, yeah. all of that, and then they're, they're choosing to do that. So I would say that's absolutely ridiculous as a, just as a human 
well, how wear an adult diaper because you're so devoted to that. But let me turn this around, though. There's one situation where I think that would actually probably be okay. I'm going to get your thoughts on this, okay? Okay. okay. Not because of Taylor Swift's voice or any other concert or it's sporting powerful, event, man. but take that same arena, whether it's like an indoor like basketball arena uh, or like an outdoor football arena. If you wore an adult diaper because you did not want to use the public bathroom in the stadium, mm. I'm not saying I'd do it, but I understand it. The stadium. I'm not. I've never done. I've never done that. Send us your comments at Charting Life Podcast at Holy gmail.com. Crap. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. But widely appreciated. <laughs> no, I will say though, like I, I've been back and forth whether I should say. It. I'm going to say it anyways. If you get grossed out by this kind of stuff, just fast forward 35 seconds or so. But I was at a, uh, a football game. It was cold, right? Really cold. And I went there. I was trying to beat the halftime rush. So we're apparently about a hundred other guys. And I, I was walked in there, and have you ever been in a sauna? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got the steam coming in. Mm. It's cleansing. <clears throat> That's usually clean water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to turn right back around because it was a sauna in there because it was cold outside, warm inside, and a lot of the, you guess you could say, body fluids heating up the room, and it was steaming out. It's, it, it was widely disgusting. So, you know, that's... um, Dang. Yeah. So, anyway, Swifties, angel investors, right, we'll yeah, no. take that... <laughs> Oh, goodness. So let's switch gears and talk about something a little bit better. Um, have you ever heard of a yellow hammer cookie? I have not. Okay, I, so I, I got not. a picture up here. It has like uh, pecans and honey Brother, and looks some like other a, stuff. Somebody just made some oatmeal and smashed it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a no-bake type it. cookie. Well, here's the deal. Uh, it is now the uh, uh, official state cookie of the one and only Alabama. So reading here from... Uh, Bay News 9, Strange News. Alabama now has an official state cookie, the Yellowhammer cookie. Governor Katie Ivey on Friday signed legislation naming the confection created by Montgomery fourth grader as the official state cookie. Because, you know, hey, fourth grader, getting smart. I, mean, I, I guess I don't know if there's represent. anything home back there. Yeah, represent. Um, let's see. The students at Montgomery's Trinity Presbyterian School came up with the idea of a state cookie. Fourth grader Mary Clark Cook, if you're going to make cookies and your last name is Cook, I, it's fitting. It, it just, it, it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's fitting. It goes in the family. Like, uh, keep it to the name there. Uh, anyway, she submitted the winning recipe, which includes pecans, peanut butter, and honey. Um, let's see. Uh, she brought a batch of cookies uh, to the uh, governor for the bill signing ceremony, which makes sense. And apparently, Alabama has a long. <laughs> Did you just say, which makes sense? It does make <laughs> sense. They brought yeah. cookies to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, but yeah, so I guess Alabama apparently has a long list of official state emblems and symbols, including a state vegetable, nut, amphibian, oh, come on, man. and spirit. Look, why do we have to have a state everything? Like, I remember, what is the only thing, do you remember anything state, the state of Kentucky? Uh, we got the bird and the flower. The cardinal, that's easy. A cardinal. Is it a, a goldenrod, I think, is the, uh, the flower? Or grass, weed, yeah, or whatever it is. That. Yeah. More like... Goldenrod is something. Weeds. It's not <laughs> just weeds. Not, That's the <laughs> not the Kentucky bluegrass. Oh, gosh. In Missouri, the state bird, dude, the only thing I remember is the state bird. Which is the Mizzou? <laughs> the Mizzou. Yes, yes. How did you know you? You're the guy behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz. I am, yeah. No, dude. No. It's the bluebird. The bluebird. <laughs> Yeah, it's the Mizzou. Oh, Don't you see that Mizzou bird flying? <laughs> okay, oh. so so ADD moment. I gotta uh, jump over here for a second. So apparently, and I think this is real. I haven't looked into it enough to verify one way or another, but it looks real. The Kentucky State Fish and Wildlife, uh, <coughs> yeah, the Kentucky Excuse State me. Fish and Wildlife uh, uh, Department put out official um, open season hunting um, rules for snipe hunting. Have you ever been? You're familiar, oh, yeah. you're familiar with sniper, oh, yeah. right? So I can't really, you know, it declare what it is online here, but uh, but if you know, if you know, you know. So you look it up. <laughs> if you know, if you're one of them, then, you're the, one of them. One of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but have you ever been snipe hunting? Yeah. Have you ever been the the uh, I guess the hunter gatherer? The crooked way of snipe hunting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I straight up have been. Yeah. That. Yeah. I. Um, There's nothing weirder <laughs> or scarier <clears throat> than a you know 11 year old boy. With a paper bag in his hand, walking through a midnight, serene field, and then you start hearing coyotes at the edge of the woods. 
you know, just going nuts. Yeah. So, I mean, that might get your blood pumping, you know. Yeah. And they tell you you got this flashlight. What the? What are you going to do with a flashlight? A bear starts. I'm going to shine the crap out of your eyes if you don't come. You come any closer, I'm going to get you right in the eyeball. So, yeah, what would be more intimidating to the animal to like shine the light in its face or shine the light in your face? (laughs) (laughs) You make the. Oh man, this has nothing to do with relationships and marriage. But well, you know, trust. We're getting there. We're getting there. Trust can be made or destroyed based off of snipe hunting. I'm mostly it destroyed. definitely can be destroyed. <laughs> it you to trust no one. So I never yeah. looked at those older guys the same yeah. after that night. Yeah. We're going quote unquote. If you can see my fingers the air pumping quotes, up and yeah. down, yeah. Uh, we're so, going snipe hunting, yeah. guys. If you don't know what snipe hunting is, all I can say is most people know somebody who's the outdoorsman, the hunter. Um, that type of person, go talk to that person. Ask them to take you snipe hunting. Just one time at night. It's an experience you'll never forget. It, it, it'll Promise. be a story like you, you can uh, share with your kids and grandkids. Take to your grave, that sort of thing. Um, it, it'll, it'll be a story worth telling. Tell, so. tell them not to leave the house without the Swifty. <laughs> the <one? laughs> the yeah, yeah. Don't sure. leave home without, without the Swifty make bag sure of take, Swifties. Make sure you take your Swifty. Oh, man. Somebody's going to make a business off that today. Yeah, you know, they might. But listen, just, just kind of saying, give us a percentage or an angel investor. We'll we'll uh, work out the details of how to, so to make that out. You're so serious voice right now. Well, okay. So, an angel investor. Yeah. Call our office at our 1-800 number. 1-800-1-800. That's it. That's all there is, is just four numbers, <laughs> 1 and 800. Oh, man. Okay, so. A relationship. Relationships, yeah. And goals. Well, you know, as far as friendships, this sounds like our type of, it's, you know. It's blended, it's yeah. mended, and <laughs> sended. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have no idea what you mean, actually. How? <laughs> it sounds how, like you're just rhyming. How did the, yeah, I'm, I'm preaching. That's the same okay, thing. hallelujah. You know what I mean? Uh, how did your relationship with Tiffany start? Okay, so that's a bit of a fun one. I was going to ask you first with Christy, but I guess I'll go ahead. I beat you. You did. You beat me to it. Nice job. So, uh, how far back do I want to go? At the beginning. Well, at the beginning. So, Tiffany spent most of her life in Florida growing up, uh, Clearwater area. Uh, I grew up in Kentucky, ended up moving down to Florida. uh, Yeah, back in uh, 2009. And it was kind of interesting. Her parents, they were going to a church that were... the young, they were the youngest kids there at like 20 years old, you know, nineteen twenty. Like everyone else was way older and that's fine. But where their sisters were, were wanting to go to a place where they can kind of socialize with other people, similar minded people closer to their age. Right. And, you know, I guess uh, if I remember correctly, their, her dad was less idea on like, ah, I'm kind of comfortable here. We don't really want to move. And then one of her sisters said, you know, we're never going to meet husbands here. And like Ooh. the next Sunday or two, they were trying on a different church. <laughs> So they ended up at this uh, at the church that what I was at. What does that at. say about your wife's mom and dad? They just wanted to get them out of the nest, well, baby. Well, they had four, let's, let's there were four girls. Four girls there. Ooh, yeah. And only one bathroom. City. Four girls and one bathroom in the house. You know, you got to do what you can to. You know. My man was struggle busting the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. He's oh, looking yeah. for a way out since yeah. day one. Oh, man. He might be an interesting interview uh, one day church. as well. Church. Yeah. <laughs> My girl's going to get married. So, uh, but the funny thing was... Tiffany didn't really have any real intention to find somebody. It was just, hey, you know, we'll go find someplace else. Um, but staying in the same place with family is very important. She was playing the field. Playing the field. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what she, she didn't tell me that. Uh, uh, I guess I had to read between the lines. No, so anyways, uh, so we're at the church for like, <laughs> she's at the church for about a year before we ever even met. Uh, at the same time, there was a uh, young adult group that was kind of happening. There was a... Um, uh, I wouldn't call them older adult, but they're certainly not young adult. There was a couple who uh, they Mid-age. just kind of opened. They, they opened their house to all the young adults, right? Okay. They were married. They had a couple of kids, you know. Uh, so they opened their house on Sunday evenings, like you guys come on over. Basically, our house is your house. We'll cook, and sometimes like she made sushi or all the different kinds oh, of stuff. Snap. Oh, dude, it was sushi. man. They like she could cook. The the the, the wife there at the house, um, Natalie, she could cook really good. But anyway, so they they this was going on for about a year. They trusted a few of us really good, so much so that they were actually out of town. And they gave uh, one of us the keys to their house to come in on Sunday and have that facilitated place just to, to hang out. Yeah. So anyway, so we're over there. And uh, there's probably... Would you trust about- any, any of your youth 
took. Well, maybe I shouldn't ask. No, that I actually there, there's about two or three I would trust. Okay, uh, I'd give them some ground when you're rules. Out of town, I don't know if I know a single soul. Yeah, no, we, would... we've got a couple of really good teens. Uh, now, granted, we were young adults, like twenty, give or take. You know, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Some of us in our mid twenties. So, gotcha. but anyway, so wherever they're out of town, it, the one week that they decide to stop by, and so I kind of developed this weird habit, and I'm. I'm that weird mixture between extroverted and introvert. So it's, you know, doing all the personality tests, I always end up like right down the middle. Or every time I take one, I'm on a different spot. So anyways, I'm kind of right down the middle. And I don't know from moment to moment in a, like a large group situation, which I'm going to lean to. But apparently I leaned into this thing where if somebody came in, I would just do a big welcome. Like, hey, you know, a big welcome from halfway across the, mm. the, the house there when they come in, coming in. And so Tiffany and her sister came in, opened the door, and I did my, hey, the owners aren't home. That's how I asked. <laughs> and they're like, should we leave? Yeah. I don't know. So they came in, and uh, so that's how we met. And then apparently that day, uh, somebody had busted out their, uh, uh, the owners, like their, <coughs> their Wii system, and were playing Mario Kart. And I was pretty confident that I could destroy pretty much anybody in Mario Kart. Oh, Didn't realize that Tiffany grew up on this stuff. Like, that was her game. While I was playing Call of Duty at some point, she was playing Mario Kart, and she destroyed me pretty badly. Been training all her life. Yeah. Well, it was it was like at the 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 finish line. The red shell hit me, and I dropped from like first to fifth. That sort of thing. Very disappointing. Which we'll have to circle back around. Did to a this. little cart flip and yeah. But, ay, ay, ay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Mario Kart actually is a part of our like uh, um, I guess you could say marriage counseling therapy sessions within our with our own selves. So we'll circle back around to that. But so that's kind of how we got started. Um, and at first, she actually thought I would have been a good match for her sister. Like, she, she thought that highly of me, because, again, she just wasn't, I don't know how to say this the right way, she wasn't that interested, she didn't, wasn't trying to not find anyone, but she wasn't, like, actively pursuing a relationship, she was just living so life, doing her thing. She is... wanted, she thought it was good enough that she wanted me for her sister, but, you know, in a true Hallmark movie-esque, it, it did not work out that way. Yeah, gotcha. So what you're telling me is, you were searching for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> She wasn't. Maybe. She wasn't looking for it at all. But it stepped through the door. Oh. Wait, she stepped. She through the stepped door. through the wrong door. Oh, and then saw this guy. <laughs> and saw this Wait. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, the I was, owners are yeah, home. The owners are home. <laughs> Let's play Mario Kart. Let's play Mario Kart. Yeah. Alone in somebody's house. Come on, on three. Damn. Oh man. But He's yeah, like, we. Uh, it didn't really happen like that, Aaron. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, pretty close. Uh, the funny thing is, I there was um, like two or three things about me that was kind of weird that she did not like. Just two. If, if she just were, two. Well, three. Three, three things in particular. <laughs> she didn't care that I had a beard. Oh. She didn't care that I was from Kentucky. Oh. And being Pentecostal, like growing up Pentecostal, like that was like not. <laughs> you know, she grew up in a bunch, which was a bunch of different denominations growing up. Kind of got the good buffet sample around the whole thing. The buffet sample. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's really good. So she's pretty well grounded in that, but. But she was like, yeah, these are the three things that if I had to pick my perfect guy, these three things would not be on that list. But these are the things that she's come to you, uh, like about me, me more than other things. You didn't make the cut? You're I, telling me you wasn't going to make the cut? I, I somehow wasn't. You were on plan B I, I, and then plan <laughs> B became A, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how it worked out. Hey, so, and it's history. The rest is history. <laughs> yeah, the rest, rest is history. Maybe we can, get, we can get into some of that. So what about you and Christy? How did you guys meet? So we met in Pennsylvania, a place that we both unitarily, fairly, whatever, certainly dislike. Okay. Um, yeah, but at Bible College, very crazy story. Long story mm-hmm. short, um... Yeah. And this wasn't like some big, well-known, you know, across the nation, large groups of people, Bible college. It was like like a small, small, pretty small thing that you've... Yeah, it was very small. So it was uh, what you would consider niche uh, environment for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's where we met. And um, we just kind of... I would say the biggest thing for us was just we... uh, I think we were helping each other heal from things that we had to deal with in our life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really where we connected the most. But yeah, we met at Bible College, and then, uh, man, so it was it was different, you know, going home and working all summer, try to move to Kentucky. I, I lived in Missouri, so mm-hmm. I don't know if we covered that in the previous episode. Yeah, we mentioned Missouri. Was okay. she from Kentucky? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's from 
the bar's town area. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense now. But yeah, so I had saved up all my money from working that whole summer between Bible college and the the time that I'd moved here, and mm-hmm. just uh, yeah, made all that happen. It was uh, a trip, a plan, a, a future worth fighting for. So that's, yeah, that's what I decided to do, man. And that's a that's a great little like trip, a plan, a future worth fighting for. Mm, write start, it down. Yeah. We need some more listeners. When we get some, once we get some merch, Angel, sounds, got an Angel Investor for Swifties. <laughs> that needs to be imprinted on the packaging. A future, of, <laughs> a future worth fighting for. <laughs> no. Oh, jeez, dude. That's I. I like it though. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah it makes ne- sense. I think next time I, I perform a a, a, a wedding. Ceremony. I might try to not the Swifties part. But just, little, at, just a little, yeah, a little. Yeah, uh, what is that? Yeah, small plug. Yeah. Uh, today. Sh- shameless plug right into the. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've uh, I've done I've done one wedding ceremony because I'm I'm a minister, so I can I can do the, those officially. Ooh, you've done one. Yeah, it was uh, Tiffany's sister actually. Wow. Yeah, that was a very cool, pretty cool story. Yeah. We need to uh, do an episode on. Um, doing weddings, okay, because that would be that would be pretty cool to talk about because yeah. it is a unique environment for sure. Yeah. I've done, I want to say three weddings, <clears throat> okay, and, yeah, and they are each one presents its own unique oh absolutely problems and nervousness yeah. and yeah crowd pressure mm-hmm. just all all right. of it really yeah. <laughs> so I, and I've done one official wedding and then two, uh, I guess you could say like a. Uh, re-up vow sort of thing like hey re-up, re-up. like hey like you know what i mean like 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 hey it's like it's our 15 20 year anniversary you know, yeah, family yeah, yeah, yeah. that like a family wanting to, to, to have that one was actually really cool i was uh it was my mom's uh cousin uh i was actually the ring bearer in their wedding and so then grew up and came minister and all that and they um uh, came down to florida where i was at and uh just vacation they wanted to redo their uh redo their vows sort of thing and uh, so I got to do that right there on the beach with them. That was a super cool experience, kind cool. of a full circle uh, deal there. So that, that was cool. that was pretty awesome. But you know, one thing I would say when it comes to wedding vows, this is just a you know we'll do a, a maybe a separate you know podcast about that. But one thing that bugs me so bad when you're especially when you're kind of behind the curtain and you've kind of you're part of the operation of this sort of stuff. Yeah. Just observe, like, what is a vow? It's a promise, right? Right. So when you have, especially if you see it on TV, we're gonna, they're gonna, the couple are going to uh, say their own vows, and they say stuff like, "I have loved you since like the day after I met you, and I think it's awesome when we wake up and you make me coffee, and you know, what I mean? like, like that's not a vow. That's no, there's no promise involved there. You're just saying nice things. So as a as a minister, I'm going to. Uh, always make sure that's a, a certain point yeah. where if the couple wants to do their own exchange of words with one another, <laughs> the couple's about to exchange some words. They're going to roast each other. It's a rap yeah. battle. No, uh, but, uh, but if it's not a vow, I'll let them, I was like, look, you can say whatever you want to each other, but I'm not about to call it a vow. If it's not a vow, like yeah. just, just call it what it is. It don't bother you at all. Hardly though, does it? No, not at all. It yeah, I, can't, I can't even hardly tell <laughs> yeah, you. Barely yeah, not flustered. at all. I've, I've barely, yeah, barely said anything about it. But yeah, a vow is a vow. It's a promise. <laughs> so said, in relationships, if you ask me to marry you, don't say this for your yeah. vows. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, let's, let's spin it that way for a second. How did you propose to Chrissy? Well, I sat her down on this giant log in the middle of a forest. I'm For gonna real? try to say it's country as possible. That way, that way you get the full picture. You feel where, where was this? Up. This would be the the net. I wanted to, anyways. <laughs> this would be Bernheim. Okay, yeah, Bernheim. The National Forest. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took that lady into this trail, and uh, we were walking hand in hand. You, yeah. Little squirrels skirted across, and I yeah. thought, man, this is the time. You know what I mean? I'm going to set her up on this giant log that's been uh, laid over this path. I'm going to get down on this knee, and I'm going to tell her, I'm hungry, honey. No, no I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. Like, is, is only one person leaving this scenario? <laughs> yeah, no. She's uh, she's still around. You can uh, okay. check her Facebook yeah. status. Make sure. <laughs> No, uh, no, that's exactly what happened. So we went out to Olive Garden, the classiest of classies. Nice. 
Then we went to Bernheim and uh, actually I think I might have that backwards. I think I proposed to her at Bernheim first and then we had a celebratory okay, uh, yeah. dinner at the Olive Garden afterwards. Yeah. How'd you propose to Tiffany? Which time? No. Uh, so that, that almost Did sounds like, almost sounds like she, she rejected. <laughs> so she, 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 Dude, your face. For those listening right now, Matt's face is like, look, don't, don't. Don't presume things. I'm gonna I'm gonna straighten it out right now. Right. So let me let me try to straighten it out. So there was no rejection in there at all. It was just, I guess, trying to get it right. And so we first, I guess, realized that we were engaged before even asking the question. So when we started dating, our whole purpose was we're not gonna mess around and just, you know, date for the sake of dating. We we are both wanting to find a marriage. You know, we, we want a, our dating relationship to end in marriage. Yeah, yeah. So our, the whole purpose of dating was to see if we're compatible for marriage. That was the whole thing. And so at one point, we were we realized we were planning details about the wedding. Like, okay, if we were going to get married, this is kind of what we would do. This is the date. You know, the, it, like, this would be a hypothetical date that would work out for us. And pl- planning, like, uh, where we'll go on a honeymoon, that sort of thing. And we realized... So I guess this means we're doing it, right? We're going to get me getting married? And I was like, oh, I guess so. And so uh, then later on, I got got the ring and everything, and we went out to this uh, park. And here's a tip, okay? This is for the guys. Pay oh, attention. you went to a park, too? We went to a park as well. well yeah, it was a park that she liked going to. Um, but uh, for the guys, pay attention where you put your knee down. Girls, listen, the guy is not paying attention to where he's going to put his knee down, so you need to watch out for him. I was on gravel, and so I got down on one knee, put my weight on that knee, and I shot right back up and said the word, nope. <laughs> That's how I started the proposal. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I went down on a sharp rock, and it, I bounced right back up. I was like, oh, let's reposition this, <laughs> and then tried it again. I just wonder what Tiffany thought in that moment. You know, she, as you, for, like she knew it was going to happen. Yeah, she, she, she knew it was going to happen, you know, really. And so, we like, we, we're compatible with each other. We know each other well enough that it's not like a... What's going on here? Like we we knew, so it was that just adds extra flavor to it for us. Like there's extra little spice, spice of little spice of niceness there. Um, but yes, yeah, so that, that's how uh, uh, how I engaged uh, and proposed to her. But uh, what is something that you think uh, you said about sixteen years now? Yeah. Um, what is something over the years that you think uh, has gone well in your marriage? Like something that uh, that you guys have done really well. Maybe just you had to learn me- it, but but you learned well. So giving each other the space to do your hobbies, mm-hmm. your activities. Right. That's the that's probably one of the biggest issues with marriages that I've mm-hmm. noticed. One or the other want to lock the other one down to right. keep them at home or keep them with mm-hmm. them all the time. And it, it just restricts you. Yeah. And so eventually, you know, it's like being boxed up. You want to mm-hmm. break out. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say that's probably some of the best... Mm-hmm advice you guys enjoy your hobbies you know take time alone without each other and it makes the time being together a lot better okay yeah i I would let me throw out a different an idea that would be kind of maybe tangent to that and see if you would think this might be a good way to say it is you know enjoy you know allow each other the space to do your hobbies things like that but at the same time it's an open invitation if they want to join you in it without restricting you does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, if you want to go hunting, and Christy wants to go hunting, if she wants to go and, and follow the rules of hunting etiquette, <laughs> she might not. Oh, but, no, she uh, don't have any issues with that. She yeah. has issues with being out there yeah. in the cold. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, And, and that's, that's you know, nothing to say, you know, about her, and I think it's just that's not everyone's set. But, uh, but yeah, so if you have a hobby, like, so for me and Tiffany, you know, we have, you know, different hobbies we try to get to whenever we can. And generally speaking, it's like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to do this thing for a little while. And, you know, she can come join me if she wants. She doesn't have to. We enjoy spending time with each other. But, um, you know, but it's not like it's a mandate that you have to stay away or mandate that you have to be with me. Right. But if it's something like, hey, you know what, you want to have some time alone uh, by yourself, go read or something, go for that and I can do this or whatever. So that's a pretty cool thing. Um, What is probably something that you, out of the gate, you wish you would have known? Like you kind of learned it the hard way? Hmm. I think the expectation. So I grew up mm-hmm. in a <clears throat> an environment where it was very old school. Mm-hmm. The man goes out and works. Yeah. Does the man stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, take the garbage, mow the lawn, things that, that I was raised to like mm-hmm. 
women, your wife shouldn't be doing, you should be doing that. Right. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things that you have to jump over is like, mm-hmm. how do you navigate that collectively? Because it's not just you thinking about it anymore. There's another participant. Right. Yeah. And then it obviously affects them as mm-hmm. well. So I'd say you just have to, you have to learn as you go. If you have it in your mind that life is going to be, or marriage is going to be this certain way, and you're just going to hold to that standard, Mm -hmm. that's not a good way to enter a marriage at all. You have to bend, you have to give, you have Mm -hmm. to, it's a two-way street. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, And a lot of that comes through good, constant communication with the other. Yeah. Uh, When the year that we got married, uh, back in 2013, we, uh, the church we were at, there's probably like six different marriages that year from people in the church. It was was a pretty good marrying year, apparently. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, so so that was all great. And one of the older couples, uh, they were talking with the pastor because we did a, a like a premarital counseling, a two or three sessions with the pastor, mm, basically yeah. just going over some basic stuff like what you mentioned there. Here's some expectations, things you guys need to talk about if you haven't already, that yeah. sort of thing. And I recommend that to anybody. Don't just say, "Hey, I like you, like me. Let's let's just go get married and whatever." It's like, at least you know you need to have a decent foundation, you know, and and you you don't know what you don't know, or you have the unknown unknown. And it's good to have that type of communication ahead of time so you can kind of think of, okay, what have I missed? Like, what, what are we not seeing that should be obvious to us? And so so we talked, we went there, and the, the, one of the older couples, um, older people getting married, he, this guy printed out a list of like 36 topics or something. Like, it was pretty lengthy of things to talk about, and it covered everything, um, including things that like probably wasn't going to affect you for years to come. So, for example, like, hey, if you have kids, how many would you like to have? Do you want the you know one of the, the spouses to stay home? Do you want to send your kids to uh, yeah. public or private school or right. homeschool? <clears throat> all that kind of stuff. You know, what are your expectations on you know, uh, salary, all that sort of, like, you name it, any of the stuff to talk about. And we, you know, it's funny, we got that list and out of the 30 or 40 something things we've already had already talked about, like, you know, 95% of them. Because oh, yeah. Tiffany and I, we, we spent a lot of time together. We had a bit of an expedited relationship. We were spending like pretty much every day together mm. with what, sometimes it was only 20 or 30 minutes that we had, but we were kind of, you know, more accidentally quickly going through our uh, dating relationship there. And uh, moving quite along, we, again, we talked about a lot of this stuff, and that helped a lot. Um, and we were on the same page for pretty much everything. But even the things that we weren't on the same page for, we were able to discuss and see where the other person is coming from. So like you mentioned, expectations. Like, you have expectations. And if Christy had different expectations, if you have that conversation ahead of time, it's a lot easier because you can try to figure out what right. in the world's going on with the other person right. instead of saying, let's make it the way that I'm wanting it to do there's so many stories you know of people who they get married and then they realize like three weeks in that this is not the way that i had expected it to be they want to go take a a nap on a lazy saturday or sunday and their spouse is like no we're cleaning the house and we're doing this like you know it's just like one example among many (laughs) that you can get to but uh sensitive man yeah it seems close to the heart there (laughs) no 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 that's uh that's that's really i don't think that's the issue for us but uh, well, let, let me ask you this: If, if, if you're no. comfortable talking about um, uh, conflict, when you have conflict, how do you guys handle that? The opposite of each other. Um, okay. So, so you each have different ways that you like to address conflict. Well, not like you just pretty much you're you're. What would be the phrase? Like you're wired to react mm-hmm. a certain way. Oh yeah. So, my reaction is very forthcoming. Mm-hmm. I want to get this settled right mm-hmm. now. Right. I want to be understood. Uh, and I want to understand you uh, at the same time. My wife's approach is, hey, give me space. Leave me alone mm-hmm. for a while until yeah. I've thought all this out in my head mm-hmm. and have uh, a comeback or like maybe a comeback's not the, uh, a way to address the issue right. that, that she feels like she should have uh, or should be able to vocalize and uh that's usually what it is. So it's usually me getting frustrated because she doesn't want to talk right now. And then she's frustrated, you know, because she doesn't want to talk right now. Right. I'm right here ready to talk. Oh, man. Let's get this settled. <laughs> so you just have to find a, you know, common ground there yeah. and just and that fill takes, that out. It that, takes a while. T- it takes a while. It takes time. So for Tiffany and I, you know, and I like to say it, but we've never had a yelling match with each other in mm-hmm. our in our marriage. Um, and people have different thoughts and views about that, but usually, I think Tiffany said it this way, one of us knows when to shut up, 
<laughs> it's typically the way that it goes. And usually it's it's me. <laughs> so so both of us kind of have this this idea of uh, let's talk about it. Let's we want to get through the conflict as quick as possible. Okay. And she wants to just you know part of her wants to hash it out. Um, but part of me also part of my you know life story. If we can go back to the cliches of my my journey in life, yeah, is, is one where I really hate conflict. It's really not uh, I, my temperament is very much against conflict. You avoid it. Well, there there have been times in life when I did avoid it when I, or. Even if it wasn't conflict, didn't involve me. If I knew, like for example, um, the, because I hated it so much that my parents let me know, like, "Hey, your brother got caught doing something. We're gonna have it out tonight. You wanna go to your grandma's tonight?" <laughs> Instead of like, I, I could have stayed home. I just I hated it that much. I asked them, "I look if there's anything that's gonna come up where there's gonna be fighting or something, just let me know and I'll get out of the house. I, I don't want to be around it." Um, and so for me, I, I still do the, I want to go slower. I want to think through it because I'd rather get it right, you know, as close to the first time as possible. Um, and so usually I will I will uh, just kind of sit there. I'll listen. I'll think about it. I'll run the simulation in my head about 50 times and oh, and thinking that I'm right. And then I realize, oh, wait, I, okay, I think I was wrong somewhere in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me keep running it until I find the, the, the issue. Oh, right. And then, and then uh, the thing is, like, we resolve our conflict, um, but it's usually at a point when it is, uh, we're, we're cooler heads. Yeah. You know, uh, very rare are we both hot headed at the same time. We both get hot headed, uh, especially with our kid. Um, that, that's, uh, yeah. you know, kids, they just really can push that button on you. Um, you know, play, play, play every single string you got on your guitar. But, uh, uh, but yeah, usually we, we can tag team pretty good. There's been seasons in life where, you know, we're both kind of off at the same time. But, but generally speaking, we, you know, one of us knows when to shut up, let the other one say their piece sit on it for a little bit and then come back and address it instead of saying we have to fix it this second. Um, we know, we know we love each other. We know that whatever happens, we're going to come back, you know, and be great unified and all this. We're going to get it past us. But, but, um, yeah, cause we got that, that, that's that, that business to yeah. launch Swifties. <laughs> Swifties. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, if you ever have to sleep on the couch, uh, Swifties, <laughs> Swifties is the way to go. You don't have to sleep on the couch and the bedroom is uh, right next to the bathroom. Oh, you know, you just get, get yourself some Swifties. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense, though, as far as talking about your uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think we got a pretty good relationship. You guys got to, you say your guys is pretty good. We had, we have to, man. Stick yeah. it out. 16 <laughs> years. Yeah. yeah. No, no going back, right? If you hate each other, you've been doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. You've been st- yeah. So uh, let me throw out uh, this interesting thought here. This has been a little while ago. There was some person who kind of, uh, I guess he made a suggestion online and people started like just really going at him. And his comment was that if you look at the current dating culture in America, the whether you can talk about the hookup culture, Tinder, all that sort of stuff, just the, the random, you know, single person dating culture uh, in America today compared to arranged marriages, he's and, and you know, arranged marriages are better off. Now, he's not saying, in his defense, um, whoever's, uh, this is what, man, it's been a little bit since I can't quite remember the details. Um, if you remember, maybe send us an email at trottinglifepodcast at gmail.com. But his comment wasn't that this is the superior way, but he's saying if you're just compare, if, if you, all you had to do was compare arranged marriages back in the day versus the, you know, live completely for yourself and just very selfish, the selfish dating style that you have today is like arranged marriages are better because you, you have to be selfless in those. You basically, you're at that situation where you have to learn to love the other person when you find yourself in a situation, if you don't naturally mm-hmm. like them. Now I'm not saying again, that that's the best way to go about it, but that's an interesting point that in relationships today, it's very easy to be very me focused and not be self-sacrificial because, well, they hurt me here or they, they won't live up to my expectations here mm-hmm. or there. And it's easy to say, well, okay, then it's either I have to completely change everything about myself for them or, um, they can just go get lost, you know, go kick rocks or something. Yeah. But there is somewhere of a medium say, hey, let's, you know, if there's a compromise to be had somewhere, and sometimes there's there's not, but once you're already in the boat, you know, don't don't be jumping into <laughs> life rafts, you know, if you can if you can help. But that, that's at least the way that it should be. And they're saying there's situations, right. you know, uh, that make, uh, um, you know, relationships or, or marriages not able to last. There are certain situations, obviously, you know, that's a, that's understood. But, I think is way too easy to break things off today as opposed to just saying, you know what, this sucks right now. 
but we need to find a way to work through it and learn to live with what we have. Maybe relearn to love each other if that's if that situation you know calls for it. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts sure. on that? No, I agree, hundred um, yeah. percent. I think uh, the word work is simultaneously involved with the word marriage. There's, yeah. There's no way around it. You have to constantly be evolving. You have to constantly mm-hmm. be changing and figure out. Because I mean, your your understanding is what changes. Right. Every year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Your knowledge, your understanding, yeah. your experience, your expectations, all those change every year. And um, you're you're foolish to act that your partner mm-hmm. doesn't have the same thing going on. Exactly, yeah. Their brain's changing, their mind's changing, their life's changing. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's is the whole time. So there's no really cut and dry, cookie mm-hmm. cut manner of, of holding a marriage together. You have to constantly work at it. Yeah. But but the end result is something that's far superior to the, the other result, which is yeah, you know, you being together yeah. and, and living a fulfilled marriage instead of partially fulfilled from this person mm-hmm. and partially oh, fulfilled yeah. from the next person and just Yeah. I don't really, well, I don't want to speak on that because I've not been divorced and remarried and, and there's no judgment mm-hmm. there at all if that's the case. Um but yeah, it's at some point you just say, Hey, Either this is what I want, or this is not what I want. Right. There's a, a quote I heard one time. It's funny, but it's, I think, probably true. Um, that single men die in rooms that smell of uh, feet and armpits. <laughs> I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> like, dude, no way. Not this dude. Because I'm very particular about very, any okay. type of smells. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm... No way. Because I, I noticed... Anyways, maybe it's kind of uh, too deep of a detail to go into. Yeah. But yeah, I certainly care about how others smell mm-hmm. around me and how I smell. <laughs> Speaking of man, have we heard of the Swifty A future worth fighting for. Oh, there it is, dude! I went um, to Mulan as soon as you did that. Yes, well, that, yeah. Uh, 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 a girl worth fighting for. Yes! Yes. A girl worth fighting for. <laughs> oh, man. That's a, that's a great song. You know... That's a great th- song. This is, okay, I will I'll only bounce, say this and bounce off of it. You know, the, there's a few things in that movie, like the I'll Make a Man Out of You yeah. and uh, and the Girl Worth Fighting For. Those are actually pretty good songs. Like, like, He's like, I'm listening like, to like, it like, today. Like, the message of the songs are pretty good, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so uh, what was I going to try to say here? That, um, yeah, marriages are, well, a, you know, a girl worth fighting for. Marriage is worth fighting for. Um, Look how that happened. Look yeah. at that move on, changing yeah. lives, bro. Changing lives and everything. Left but the, right. the, the cartoon one, not the new release uh, one. That one was, I, don't, yeah, that was I haven't movie. even seen, I don't think I've seen yeah. the new one. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. That being said, your solid uh, marriage advice can only be found here at Charting Life. Hashtag Swifties. Hashtag angel investor. Hashtag <laughs> website questions and everything else. Uh, it can only be found here, truly. Like Wouldn't you agree, here. Matt? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah. More. A future worth fighting for. Oh, man. Man, this is, this is... I think that might have to be like the tagline to our... Uh, <laughs> a girl we're fighting to, for. To, <laughs> to, to our podcast. That's our... Yeah. That's, at, yeah. What we, is the business our, statement? Uh, island question, question, you know. It's uh, if you if you had an island with a future worth fighting for, who would you take with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So let, let me ask. Uh, I was sorting through some famous, not really famous, but internet questions, things that say uh, relationships uh, advice, good advice, bad advice. Um, so here's just one. Maybe I mentioned one or two of these. Uh, one suggestion was to find ways to make each other feel appreciated. So. Now, sometimes we don't think in those particular terms, but uh, but I imagine you know you're probably thinking about that in some way. It, like, what is something that that you try to do to make Christy feel appreciated? Oh, um, definitely carry all her stuff for okay. Like it, just simple things. Yeah. Um, that just like I I just think about my mm-hmm. wife, and I don't want her mm-hmm. to have to carry. I know it might not make sense to a lot of people, but like I look at her as as a not fragile maybe, but mm-hmm. as a treasure. Like, yeah. I don't want something that I could be taking care of wearing her down mm-hmm. or changing right. her physically or anything like that. Uh, or create making her more tired. 
God right. knows women are tired, apparently. I hear it. <laughs> How many times do you I'm tired! So, uh, but yes, anyways, there's there's just a lot of methods. Uh, just be thoughtful. That's yeah. that's the simplest way to yeah, put it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that really is, yeah, be thoughtful, kind of consider... What would my what wife is, want today? What would she enjoy today? 100%, yeah. What, what would they enjoy? What? Because uh, if you are very me-focused in a relationship, then that, those are going to be harder to come by. Or you're going to want to... Um, maybe do something that they would enjoy, but you're trying to get something out of it. Yeah. And, you know, in a more properly ordered relationship, it is, I'm considering you, I want you to uh, have a, you know, a good day for the sake of yeah. you, you know. Well, uh, and let's stop right there for a second. So when it comes down to that, though, that that's not ever really navigated. There's times where you got to both compensate. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. meaning like, hey, Christy, I want to go to this, hardcore show tonight at nine o'clock and she wants to go you know to bed yeah <laughs> like 10 o'clock yeah so our comp our, our compromise would be hey look if you want to mm-hmm. i'll go to the show and only be there mm-hmm. for 45 minutes an hour whatever yeah. and then we'll leave and go but yeah you're, you're you're it would be remiss for you to act like you don't have to constantly make sa- sacrifices and changes right. because you have to wind up compensating for your partner Mm -hmm. if they're compensating for you you have to compensate for them but they're so to back up so there's there's times it's not going to be me focusing solely on christy or Mm -hmm. christy focus focus solely on me yeah we can we can simultaneously get to the place we're wanting to go together right yeah that makes sense i I think it's um you you kind of mentioned that like there's that 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 change along the way Mm. Something that Tiffany and I, one of, I guess probably one of the foundations of our relationship at, at the time was at the early 2010, so 2010, 11, 12, 13, there was kind of this idea of like, I don't want to change. I just want to, I don't want us to change. It's like, well, we, we saw that on its face as just an absolute absurd thing to say. Mm. You know, we're always changing all the time. Right. And so basically we kind of built our relationship on that foundation is that things are always changing. We're just trying to do everything we can to make sure that we're changing together. Yeah. You know, that as things are right. moving along, we, we grow together. And, and, and there is something to say for gender, you know, norms and stereotypes and all of that. But, you know, sometimes we go through phases where maybe I'll do most of the cleaning and stuff. I've tried doing the cooking. I can do some dishes great. She does cooking a lot better than me. Frozen she, she pizza, makes, yeah. potato chips, little ranch dressing, <laughs> yeah, and soda pop. Oh, yeah. Frozen pizza. Wednesday yeah. night supper, um, baby. <laughs> go get the frozen meal. Just throw it in the skillet, you know. Uh, but no, she's really good. No, she, no, she no. Makes, like, her own, oh, just the microwave. Just the microwave. I have Don't never tried that. Don't throw that one in the skillet. Oh, man. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, she, I mean, she'll do like homemade bread and all of that, but still like we'll go through times wherever that the household chores, we'll, we'll switch on and off to whoever, you know, sometimes we're both kind of ADD and forgetful. So sometimes like cutting the grass is just whoever's next available to cut the grass. We'll get out there and cut it. Um, But uh, so yeah, we've basically built our relationship on that foundation that there's going to always be change, but we're going to do it for the sake of each other and for the sake of growing uh, together. So yeah, that's good. So with that, let me, uh. Go to our island for a minute as we're closing this episode out. <laughs> so so you, you've brought your people on there. You're eating your potatoes. So let's say you're going to be there for the long haul, okay? What is one rule that you would make for this island? Like, hey, we're not going to have an extensive, like, 5,000 laws, legislative session or whatever. But, like, there's got to be one rule that we've all got to follow. What's the number one rule of a small society on your island? So how... I guess how many people are we talking about? Um, let's see here. No, not not, not, not your original travel company, but let's just say the first settlers to come, you know, to come and check out your place and all that. The only rule I would ever say, I think this would be universal everywhere mm-hmm. um, for me as far as my life. Just try not to be disrespectful. Yeah. Do your best. Mm-hmm. I think if you followed that one rule, mm-hmm. I don't think you'd have any issues. Yeah. Ever. That's, that's kind of cl- pretty close to the golden rule, you know? Yeah. Do to others what you'd want them to do to you. You know, love God, love people, that sort of thing. Very similar. You know? Yeah. yeah that, those all kind of like tie in together. And, uh, well, and not to make, not to go to church at the moment, but, you know, when Jesus Alleluia. said. <laughs> I'll sing. I'll sing in the background while you. All right. So when. When Jesus was asked about the greatest commandment, you yeah. know, there's got the Ten Commandments, you got all the different laws and everything. And he said, you know, love the Lord your God 
um, with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so he's like, on these two hang all the law and the prophets. And so, you know, generally speaking, if, if these, if, if this is your mindset that you're going to, everything you're going to do, you're going to love God and you're going to love your fellow man as a fellow image bearer of God, then, um, then yeah, you're, even if you fail, you're going to fail mostly in a generally good direction, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so I don't have a lot of time to, you know, this isn't a sermon, I'm not breaking into all the nuances of it, but yeah, that's generally, you know, the be respectful of other people. Yeah. Um, that, that's a, it's a really good and I think maybe uh, let me add do an add on to that is be gracious with other people because there are times when you're just tired, you're worn out, um, you really I, I call it like your filter is gone. So it's not that you're just angry or that you're just ready to like, to you know have it out with somebody, yeah. but your filter's gone. And yeah. if something were to provoke you, you don't have a lot stopping you. And um, and, and so you know so be respectful of each other, but at the same time, if somebody is generally of that same attitude they're respectful of you and everything but they're really missing the mark today you know give them some room be respectful and if it's a pattern that's a different story but if it's you know you have a one or two one off day two off day something like that then uh have a little grace for each other so uh, that probably sums up a, a good relationship marriage stuff well there i think you it know does. uh be respectful of one another and uh give each other some uh some grace and uh grow together yeah so with that, I think uh, that that sounds like a good end to a podcast, right I there. I mean, it's right there. It's right there. All right, so uh, yeah, we'll sign off here. Um, get do live life, do good, all of that. <laughs> do good, eat. Do good, eat good. Sleep. Buy Swifties, and uh, you know, listen. Yeah, just, don't skip out on the Swifties, bro. Work hard on the. Uh, gonna sneak to the top, baby. Swifties, <laughs> yeah, Swifties, all the way oh, to the top. Man. Should that be the episode title? I don't know. Oh, uh, I, I, I think Swifties should be the <laughs> future worth fighting for. Little Everybody, all trademark. these Taylor Swift fans yeah. are going to click on this. And be Maybe. Like, oh, we're going to cover Taylor Swift stuff. I ain't kidding. Like Angel Investor, come on down. We'll, uh, <laughs> I ain't kidding. We'll uh, we will talk. We will make something happen, and uh, we'll all make some uh, some money off of this, so that we can go find our island. Mm. All right. A girl we're fighting for.